Hi guys, welcome back to Giant Talk, the world's first OKR podcast. Today I'm delighted to be joined by Chris Abbas, CEO and founder of Talentful. Talentful are a global talent recruitment company for tech organisations. Today, Chris and I are going to talk about the importance of a sense of purpose in the workplace. So welcome to Giant Talk, Chris. It's great to have you with us for today's episode. Please can you introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, well, I'll try and beat your intro. It was so <laughs> good. I, uh, <laughs> I uh, needed to prepare more. Um, so uh, I'm Chris. I'm the CEO of Townfall, and we're a subscription-based recruiting partner that are really focused on supporting the world's most ambitious technology companies. So we provide focused expertise across three main specialisms, really. So sourcing, recruiting, and recruiting operations. And we work with companies such as Microsoft, Google, Atlassian, and Expedia. We have around 350 full-time employees uh, that are mainly across Europe and North America. Thank you. And you beat me to it. I was going to say my next bit, um, <laughs> just having a look at uh, Talentful and the, the organizations that you work with. You know, the likes of Microsoft and Google, you've got the, some of the biggest names there in, in tech. So, um, yeah, beat me to that bit there. Um, so I'm interested to hear more about Talentful and, and the culture that you have. Can you talk to us a little bit about the culture at, at Talentful? Yeah, so me and my co-founder, we created Talentful as really a place that we would have wanted to work. And I mean, that's why a lot of entrepreneurs you know, start businesses because they imagine the future to be better and something that they could create being better than what they had before. So that's where it all started. And as a culture, we've been very deliberate about building um, a place that's really transparent and open culture where everyone can be themselves. We really encourage curiosity, innovation, and ideas. And we believe that you can have a group of people that are from totally different backgrounds, whether that's your religion, race, ethnicity, you know, social economic backgrounds, um, but everyone can enjoy working with each other. They don't have to agree on everything. They don't have to have the same point of view on everything, but you can have a really high performing and happy culture um, as long as people have the same values and are working towards the same mission. And we believe that um, companies traditionally default to the lowest, lowest common denominator. So we put a really big amount of effort into maintaining high standards, you know, having a sense of personal ownership, autonomy, which in turn create a really high performance culture. And the result of that is what everyone wants. So it's a company that succeeds, it creates growth, it creates opportunity for progression and internal mobility. And it also ultimately means that we can deliver on our mission of inventing the future of recruiting. So I think that culture is really about building something that allows you to attain you know, the ultimate goal of the company, which it should be the mission. Um, and we feel this is the best way of doing that um, and, and our own personal you know, method of getting there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds good. And, and, and it's obviously it's important to have a sense of purpose in the workplace. Um, I think especially since everything that's happened over the last you know, two, three years now with, with COVID, et cetera, um, I think it's become much more important for people looking for roles or in current roles to have that sense of purpose and, and satisfaction. How do you create this at Talentful? Yeah, it's actually a really interesting challenge. And I think there's something that we've learned to get better at you know, as we built the company. But I think that it has to start with a very clear company mission. Um, and everything, once you have that mission, and it's very clear and easy to understand. Um, everything should work backwards from that mission. So 
That could be the company structure, job hiring, goal setting, incentives. Um, it should really all, all backtrack from that initial mission. Um, and then once you've hired you know, the right people who believe in and are bought into that mission, they need to have a really clear view of how they contribute to the bigger picture. I mean, that's really important. You know, there's no point in having a mission if no one feels like they can contribute or have an impact. Um, so having everyone really bought into that and working to you know, better that company and, and reach that goal is, is super important. And yeah. then... I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you go ahead. No, just going to say that I'm just touching on what you've said there about, you know, for an individual employee to be able to, to know how what they do, um, you know, has an impact on the overall company mission is, is, is critical and I think helps with that their engagement and motivation yeah, absolutely. absolutely and I think that you know, once you've got all that stuff in place and people feel like they know, you know the mission they know how they can contribute you then need to make sure that people are incentivized um, you know, to, to reach that mission and um, you know a lot of companies that you look at um, and, and you see issues or underperformance and then you look at the incentive structure around you know what they're actually encouraged to do and achieve and it doesn't match up with the mission it doesn't match up with the goals of the company and i feel that's a lot of the reasons companies end up going off on the wrong path or people aren't really focused on doing what they need to do uh, to succeed or for the company to succeed so getting those you know expectations targets and goals and reward um really in line with the mission um is super important um and and once you know you have all that together and you have you know, all of that, I think great people really want to make sure, make a difference. You know, they, they want to make an impact. You know, rarely do people join a company or, or join a role wanting to, wanting to do a bad job. You know, that just doesn't make sense. So I think it's normally a lot of the time, either there's something um, misaligned in the company um, and, and that can be changed with just really strong focus and, and, and uh, structure towards a mission. Um, and once that momentum gets started, and people are really charging towards this goal, then you can feel the energy and it can really be unstoppable for a business. Um, and um, so, yeah, all that, it, it sounds when you put it in the, the terms that I've just, I've just done these like very quick, easy to explain four bullet points. It sounds really simple, but it's mm -hmm. actually <laughs> incredibly difficult. Um, even if you know what you should be doing, getting that working at scale um, is really, really hard actually. Mm -hmm. um, um, so I think it's a, a journey that a lot of people are on and trying to get right. And um, it, it's a constant, a constant process um, that you need to constantly work on. Yeah, definitely not an overnight process. And you, you hit the nail on the head there with the, the misalignment um, term. Obviously, it's something that we, we talk about a lot um, and you see with a lot of organisations. So, um, yeah, no, I think you've explained it well. It's definitely not and um, doesn't happen overnight. So you when we spoke previously before the podcast and we were just talking through um topics and um sort of like creating the the episode you spoke about how you've invested heavily especially over the past year or so um in your people infrastructure and whilst we're on the, the subject of purpose and culture and people I wonder if you could just talk a little bit more about about that and, and what you've done and how's how how that's going we fundamentally believe that you know, people are at the heart of every business and every business is a people business, but more so than, than a lot of other companies, you know, service-based businesses, your people really are at the heart. They, um, and it's really important that you create infrastructure 
and, and support and enablement for them to um, be successful um, and be supported. Um, and a big part of that for us is making sure we have a focus on our, um, and we invest heavily in our people team. Um, so we invested in several fronts this year. Um, firstly, we, we dramatically built out the team. So we more than tripled the team size across Europe and the US. Um, and we hired a excellent um, VP of people, um, a lady called Kelly. Um, and she's doing an awesome job building that team out um, and running a lot of new initiatives to the company and really leveling up how we're looking at people, um, our people organization globally. Um, we then implemented um, CultureAmp, which is a, a employee feedback tool, um, an engagement tool. So uh, we run surveys on a you know, monthly and quarterly basis. Um, and we ask the same questions um, and we, we basically keep a pulse on you know, what's working well in our business, um, what's not going so well. And then every month um, we create a list of actions um, and targets. Um, and we, we, we were transparent about that to the whole company. So we, we show the company you know, where we're doing well, what we're scoring well in and what we're not. And then we make sure there's some clearly defined actions and things that we're going to work on to improve that score the next time around. Um, and then we report on that consistently and, and hopefully are showing that we're doing things to increase the score and make people uh, happier or fix challenges in the business. Um, but that really gives a, a really holistic view of the whole business. And then you can segment that, segment that down into your know, managers, locations, teams, and you can see, okay, there seems to be a problem in this team. Um, why is that? And you can drill that down into that more and it could be, okay, there's a lot of new starters here. Maybe we need to work on onboarding. Um, you know, so it really gives you a, a framework and a roadmap to how to um, approach these challenges in a much more pointed and useful way um, than just getting just, you know, lots of unstructured and anecdotal feedback, which, you know, never is that useful. Um, we then hired a head of L&D, so learning and development, and... Um, implemented the learning management system. So this has been fundamental in us, you know, constantly creating a, a culture of learning and development. Um, one of our values is curiosity, and we want people to constantly learn and develop and wanting to level up and increase their skill set. So we have a, a platform that has lots of different pieces of content that people can log on to. They can work through different programs at their own pace, and they can develop at their own pace and um, con consistently learn and level up. We're also building a management um, and leadership program for our people because that was an area for us um, that was a weakness. You know, we, we were a very new business, seven years old, uh, which is quite new in the grand scheme of things. We've grown really quickly and we believe in internal mobility. So we've, we've progressed a lot of people uh, from relatively junior roles into now positions of, lots of responsibility and management, pretty big teams. Um, but when you're running at 100 miles an hour, um, the enablement around that sometimes suffers, you know, and um, you kind of expect high performers just to know how to manage instinctively. And that's not always the case. You know, management is a skill and it's really, really hard to master. Um, and so giving people the tools to, to improve and, and be better leaders is something that we're really investing in. And then we... We heavily invested in our events program 
um, for in-person collaboration and relationship building. So we have quarterly events where the teams get together globally and regionally. Mm. Um, and we, we do what we call our mission update, which is, uh, Joel, we talk about a recap of the, the past quarter and also what's happening in the future. Um, and we do team building exercises. Um, and that's been especially important in you know, remote, this new remote and hybrid world. Um, whilst there's tons of benefits of flexible working, there's also something that you lose from you know, more consistent in-person, um, you know, just, just being there around your colleagues, listening to them, learning from, from them, building those close relationships. And we, we think that's incredibly powerful at scale. Um, and so um, we, we do invest heavily in that. Um, and it's something that we, we will continue to do. And we feel that's very important for the business. You, um, I think you've kind of answered what my next question was going to be. So while you were talking, I was thinking you know, you've invested so much into your most important asset, your people, um, and you know across different territories, and not just in one location. You know, from the UK to the US, um, and in between. What would you say? I know you've touched on a few points there, but what would you say were are the biggest challenges um when it comes to, to scaling so so rapidly in sort of keeping that sense of purpose and and the culture throughout um especially those you know remote hybrid um setups for anyone listening that sort of maybe sort of coming to that point or thinking around, around um you know about their scale opportunities what would you say are the, are the biggest challenges and, and how have you overcome them is it a factor of you know the surveys have definitely mm-hmm. helped um having regular comms and then also the um you know it's good that you've got the events program especially as you mentioned for, for people remote that can't get together you know, every week or even every you know, fortnight what are yeah, the biggest so, challenges and how you overcome those yes yeah, really interesting question and challenge we've grown really quickly you know we went from zero to 350 employees in seven years uh, but if you double click into that our company scaled from you know zero to 100 people when we were founded in europe in four years and then we went from zero to 100 when we moved to, into the u.s market in less than two years so mm. we grew you know, more than double um as fast and, and that increase in efficiency and speed um in the u.s was due to all the lessons that we'd learned from building a company in Europe first. And we had kind of a, a trial run of doing that and all the lessons that you learn. But then there's been a ton of unique challenges associated with now having you know, a distributed international team. And then you add all the disruption and change from COVID and remote and hybrid working. And, you know, that's probably way too much to discuss on this podcast, probably a podcast mm-hmm. in itself. Um, but I think if you have to boil it down, I think there's, you know, Three consistent challenges that every growth company goes through, and this is, in my experience, you know, advising lots of companies, but also running a company that's growing quickly. And I think it's consistency in hiring. That's really, really hard, especially when you're growing quickly. Um, you're hiring new people who have their own Joe opinions and creating that bar and that standard and keeping that as you grow quickly in different regions is really, really difficult and maintaining that culture. And that's really where everything, every challenge starts from. Because if you start going in the wrong direction on hiring, then everything else falls apart because you really need to trust and give responsibilities to the people in your business to carry that standard forwards and carry that culture forwards. Um, And if you misstep there, then it creates a whole host of problems in the future. And that's why hiring is, is so important. 
then I think once you've got those people in the business, you know, the consistency and engagement and retention is really difficult and, and a challenge because, you know, if you're hiring great people, they're in demand. The market is super hot and um, competitive. So you have to create a place that rewards those people, that keeps them engaged um, and retains them. And that's really tricky. People might go through periods of having a good, doing a good job of it, um, but keeping that consistent over time is, is really hard. Um, and then consistency and performance, I think, is the, the third one. And that means, you know, for companies, um, you know, how are you delivering your service um, or delivering on your mission? And you know, all are all the people in your business doing that at a high level consistency consistently? Um, and that's really hard, creating a high performance culture. Um, um, so I think those three things are really tough. And especially... As you're growing quickly, you know, it's easy to talk about this now when you've got a kind of hindsight. Mm. Um, but what was what was ideal for a company of 10 people going to 50 people is totally different from a company going from 200 to 500 people. Um, and so I think that what really matters is you, you've got people in the business who care about this, who care about people being engaged. You care about consistently improving as a business. Um, and then looking, as you get bigger and bigger, you can your time horizon can start to increase. So instead of looking at just the, the next six months in front of you, you now maybe start looking at five years in front of you and you can build frameworks and processes that allow you to scale for a longer time horizon. Um, but I think that sometimes when you're in the early stage and you're growing, you just need to do what needs to be done right then. And it might last for six months and then it might fall over. Um, but I think the most important thing is you have people that care in the business, that you listen to your employees and that you use data to inform your decision-making. I mean, that's really important. That you're tracking data, that you're looking at it um, in, an, in a kind of unbiased way. Um, and then that can normally lead you to the right decision mm. and what to do. Yeah, and I think the trust and consistency element um, as well are both very important. And I think the fact that you... It was already, you know, growing before COVID hit. And then obviously we had COVID and you, you've grown, you know, doubly as quick on, on the back of that, I think has just shown, you know, it's been, been testament. I think the recruitment industry has had challenges as well and then unprecedented, mm-hmm. um, you know, sort of there's been all sorts in the, the recruitment industry, you know, the whole, the whole um, you know, quiet quitting and the, yeah. all of these times that have banded around now. And I think um, it's definitely been, riding the the way well by the sounds of it so um hats off to you you guys and you're continuing to grow um one of the things i just wanted to to touch on was the fact that obviously employee engagement is a key driver of motivation commitment and and productivity in the workplace how do you ensure that your employees are engaged and motivated to towards those overall company objectives obviously we've, we've touched on it a little bit in terms of being remote and, and not being as um you know close to I guess the the um company with everyone in the same um space um how do you ensure that those teams are um focused on on the overall strategic mission for the next you know three to five years yeah I, I think this is similar to you know how you create this sense of purpose you know mm-hmm. in business I think that um for me anyway it's about giving visibility and transparency to everyone in the business, you know, what the goals are, being very clear on the mission, 
and how you're progressing as a business towards that mission. So, you know, that can be done in ways like having, you know, monthly wrap-ups or quarterly business reviews for the company and really getting people involved and engaged in the progress and the success or challenges of the company. I mean, that's super important. Mm. I think then, you know, setting really clear expectations. And this is something that's really simple, but I think people don't do this well enough a lot of the time. Um, is setting really clear expectations of you know, what is expected of someone in their role. And that should be done in the hiring process, but also during onboarding. Um, it should be very clear to the person you know, what they need to do to succeed, um, what happens if they don't succeed, and what they need to, you know, what the route is if they're struggling and need support. I think that that is really, really key that people leave onboarding being you know crystal clear on what those things are um then i think that having you know the ability that all those expectations in their role they can see a path to how that impacts the company mission and how they you know make that impact and then ultimately if they do what they need to do they're rewarded for it and i think that their incentive structure and their rewards um you know and people champion them and they get shouted out and rewarded and and people really understand what makes that person motivated and, and they reward them in the right way um and i think that's that's really i think what people want they want to go to a business that they believe in and they, they can get really on board with the mission they want to know what they need to do to succeed um, they want to impact that that mission that they believe in they want to be rewarded for it and i think that if you can provide that um then you can't, as an employee, I know definitely myself, If I, when I was um, you know, working different businesses, you can't ask for more than that. You know, that's really, um, you know, uh, to me, that's the perfect combination. Yeah. And I think feeling valued as an employee, it, it, it goes such a long way when you, you know, to, to motivate you and inspire you and to, to stretch and to grow. Absolutely. Um, we find that OKRs are a great tool for creating employee engagement. I just wondered if you use OKRs, objectives and key results at Talent Pool or a similar goal setting framework. Yeah, so we're we're on the beginning of the journey with OKRs. We've we've used them um, sparingly and you know tried to use them in the past, but we really got serious about using them this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've implemented a platform called GTM Hub. Mm-hmm. Um, to house all of our OKRs and um, to visualize you know, the progress. Um, and I'm very excited about um, you know, really having these nails down uh, for the, the, the Q4 of this year, but then going into 2023. Um, I'm a really big believer in focus and focusing on the highest priority goals that are going to move the needle for your business and you know, ultimately um ensure success and i think as you get bigger and bigger and you grow and especially with the you know remote working and also being an international company it's very very easy to become distracted and move towards you know short-term goals or uh, things that might seem important or shiny objects mm-hmm. um, and having okrs in place really anchors you to what's important and um i think that's something that i'm really excited about and it just provides more structure. And also all the things that we just spoke about in terms of visibility, you know, clear expectations, how everyone impacts the mission. Um, OKRs enables a lot of that stuff. So um, I think a lot of what we talked about in terms of creating purpose and creating 
a high performance culture, you know, we're excited that we think OKRs can enable um, and be a way for us to, to do that. Definitely sounds like you're using um, OKRs for the right reason. Um, you know, you're not just using them for for everything. As you said, you're using them for things that that are going to move the needle. So, um, yeah, um, I hope that your OKR journey goes goes well. So, I'd be keen to find out how that goes. Um, I just thought we could leave with one lasting piece of advice for anyone listening. Um, when it comes to creating an engaged workforce, if you could leave them with one tip or lasting piece of advice from you. Um, as a business leader and entrepreneur, what would you say? Quite a broad question, I know. And yeah, you've already no. dug into uh, giving us some great um, advice and, and tips throughout the podcast. So I'm asking for a lot here. <laughs> no, it, it goes back to something that I've been harping on about, I feel like, in every question you've asked during this interview, actually. But it's focusing on the mission and being very clear on that as a leader um, in using that as a guiding principle in everything you do. Um and making sure you know, all the leaders in your business are focused and engaged with the mission and that everyone in the business knows how they're contributing towards it. And you know, as a leader, if you feel like you're talking about the mission too much, which is how I feel in this interview and podcast, um, then you're probably doing the right thing. And you know, we actually measure um, in CultureAmp, um, do people understand the mission and they engage with the mission? Um, and our score is above 90%. And, you know, that's been a quite a journey because, you know, when you are doing your monthly, um, you know, wrap-ups and your quarterly reviews, going on and on about the mission seems quite tedious. But when you're growing quickly, new people are joining the business all the time. Um, and it's really important that you, you're very clear and you're a champion for that mission and, and the business. So, yeah, um, that's, that's my biggest piece of advice. And then tying everything into um, the mission, um, it creates that sense of purpose, that sense of kind of uh, community and um, everyone driving towards the same goal. So to me, that's the biggest way um, to engage the workforce. Thank you. Yeah, don't don't just set the mission and put it on a piece of paper in the drawer and, and never to speak about it again. So yeah, no, I think it, it's a good it's a good piece of advice. It's a good um, good way to end the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode, Chris. It's been really interesting to find out more about Talentful and, and the culture that you, you've built and how, how you've created the sense of purpose um, and yeah, all of the, the work that you're doing um, and hearing more about the, the rapid growth. So yeah, um, thank you. It's been really interesting. And thank you to you, our listeners, for joining us for another episode of Giant Talk. As always, if you have any feedback or want to ask any questions, you can get in touch with us by emailing growth at therebygiants.com. Thank you. Thanks, Carly.